Welcome to the MYFL Podcast. We've created this safe space to discuss everything female. Now more than ever, it's important to have these conversations about female health and well-being. And what better time to establish healthy habits than when girls are young? My name is Meriden Lord, and in this podcast, we're going to introduce you to our mission and our personal puberty stories to get the conversation started. So this started off as an idea. Really, it was a phone call. There was no elaborate plan, manipulation, PowerPoints. Quite literally, it was a phone call. We, um, I had just come back from shopping um for the third time, I think it was with Valerie trying to get some bras that would actually fit her because <clears throat> what happened was that we, I went in and I bought her a bra. She started popping out. So we went and we bought a sports bra that didn't help. It was uncomfortable. Went back to another store and anything that was her size because she's not super petite was not really age appropriate. And then when, two weeks later, that one didn't fit. And then it was another struggle. So I called her on my way back and I was like, gosh, I wish that there was a company that would offer a subscription service for girls going through puberty. That way I know I can, that way I know I can pick and choose as it's needed. And I said, I did my research. I can't find anything like it, at least not for preteens, like going into puberty. There's already things for teens, but not really preteens. And it was dead silence, crickets. And then she's like, that's a great idea. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a great idea, but there isn't a company like that. No, 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 no. It's a great idea. I'm like, I get it. Yes, I know. She's like, we should do it. Huh? I was literally, that was, that's how my Florette started with a, it's a great idea and a huh at the end. And here we are. Working together. Creating so, something big for you guys. The idea behind um, behind it also was one to make it convenient for parents to get products for their kids, but also the more conversations that we had, the more we realized that there wasn't um, a dialogue there, yeah there wasn't a dialogue a conversation there was still so much stigma attached to puberty to growing up to um periods to just being a girl know. in general yeah <laughs> yeah to just being a girl in general um and then it was like how much information do you really want to share out front with your little girl that's like at this point valerie was eight right so how much information do you really want to share do you want to give her the full detail do you want to give her bits and pieces as she mm -hmm. goes so that was another struggle with me because it was either you knew all or you knew very very little and that was a conversation that Mari then and i had at the very beginning where you know what what did we know like what did we know mm -hmm. as at her age well not necessarily at her age but i started when i was 10 um how old were you 13 i was 13 when no. i got my period but i think i was i started developing at like nine or ten yeah around there too yeah i was nine and i think i was nine and then i started my period at 10 i was in fifth grade for sure and <clears throat> i knew absolutely nothing about it my mom never had a conversation i didn't know what it was i didn't know it existed i was playing barbie still 
with my Ken dolls and my Barbie house. So yeah. I knew nothing about it. And I didn't want Valerie to have the same experience that I did where she knew nothing about it. And then one day she goes to the store, she tries on these white pants, takes the white pants off, and then there's blood on them. So you're saying that's, that was your experience? That was my experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, of course, I was traumatized. My mom was on the other side. And then ice cream, Bloody Marty. I'm like, I'm dying. There's blood coming out of my pee hole. And we immediately go home. And I'm, of course, I'm freaking out. And my mom, all she does is she's like, oh, you're starting your period. You're, here's a pad. Put it on. You're going to need this every single time. Change um, one or two hours. And if you miss a preg, if you miss, I'm sorry, if you miss a period, that means you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. That was it. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. No so, pressure. Yeah, no pressure, for sure. Or you're dying. Or I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, no, there's so much stigma behind it, and especially in the Latino community, I don't think that there, it's open. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's still a dial- not yeah, really it's not open. A dial- it's not something that you have openly, right? And it's not. It's looked at also kind of negatively right like oh this yeah. is it's kind of the beginning of the, the end, end and all the problems that come with, with it. it yeah um so that was you know that was mine and then again I didn't want I wanted Val to have an open conversation with me with what was going on and, and I remember being 13 <clears throat> and I missed the period I missed one period and I was pretty on point and I remember going back and telling my mom, like going home, dreading telling my mom that I was pregnant because I had missed a period. Mm-hmm. Taking mind, at this point, I hadn't even done anything, like <laughs> nothing at all. Like it hadn't even just, <laughs> like I had a crush. I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade. I had a crush on a kid. I don't, I don't even remember his name, but he had blue eyes. That's what I do remember. <laughs> um, so I go back and I tell my mom and I'm like, mom, I think I have my period. I think I'm pregnant. Got the beaten of my life, went to the doctor, went to the OG, and they're like, well, her hymic's still intact, so we don't know what she's talking about. And I was like, my mom told me that if I ever missed a period, I was pregnant. And that's when the doctor, which I still see her till this day, she was like, no, sweetheart, that's not how it works. You're going to have lots of missed periods throughout your life. And I promise you, it's not because you're pregnant. Well, at least you, like, you talked to your mom about it. I remember when I got my period, I was, like, I I didn't really, like, I knew about it already, right? Like, I had already had a class on it, like, a conversation, but I was still, like, didn't really know how to communicate, like, this is what's going on. I was so bashful about it. It took me, like, half a day to tell my mom. <laughs> I was just, at least, at least, you you know. It, yeah, I, I tried and then on you some got the of your life. life. <laughs> That's a rough, uh, rough introduction, too. Yeah, for sure. So I never had <laughs> a real, you know, smooth sailing where everybody was like, hey, kids, like, let's, we're going to talk so about So you never period. had, like, a class or anything? No. Nothing at all? No. Sex ed See, I had a class. Like, it wasn't, right. it wasn't really, like, sex ed. It was... I was in third grade, I was nine years old, and they separated the boys and the girls, and they basically just explained what, it was literally just one afternoon, and they were like, okay, you guys are going to be starting changes, you know, going through some changes, and this is what you can expect, you're going to get your period, like, this is, 
you know, around how much blood you're going to bleed and blah, blah, blah. And, and they also went through like shaving and deodorant and everybody got their little packs, their little samples, um, their little samples of stuff. And that was, so that was third grade. Yeah. And then middle school, we had a health class that was, I don't remember how many classes that was. Oh yeah. I I had, we had sex education in seventh grade. And then Probably again in, like, again in 10th grade, which is where they started talking. No, they started talking about STDs in middle school. But then they really went into it in, like, in health class, which was 10th grade. Yeah. We we did a health education in 6th grade where you had the banana and you did yeah. you the, the condom. I don't remember the banana. And we had the banana. <laughs> that was very awkward. Uh, I, that's the only thing I really do remember about that class. Just the banana, the banana, the banana and like I was, I, I don't think I was even able to eat a banana like for two years. <laughs> I just can't say banana again. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't have that class. And after that, my mom just never really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like she just, she would always have the worst, I guess the worst periods ever. And I was just like, what's wrong? She was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. That works. <clears throat> yeah. I remember having problems with my periods I re- I realized when I was like 15 that they weren't exactly normal you know like because I would have them where I would be spotting for weeks and then I wouldn't have a period and then when it came it was just like a monsoon oh that's lovely yeah yeah, yeah that's it's horrible <laughs> mine wasn't like and that. then I-, I started to realize like this is Probably not, not normal. what's supposed to be going on. And by that time, I was able to have the conversation and, like, go to the doctor. Or have the conversation with my mom and then not go to the doctor. Well, see, mine was always, like, uh, I remember always getting it on the 10th at night. So mm-hmm. I knew, like, on the on the 10th, I would sleep with a pad. And that would be it, right? Because mm-hmm. I knew. But mine would last, like, seven days. And it would be, like, one day of, like, oh, this is, this is cute. Mm-hmm. And then... Six days of, like, oh, my God. No, so, five days, sorry. Five days of, like, I don't even know how I'm alive. <laughs> and then that sixth day, which would be the seventh day, right? <clears throat> and then, it would, then it would go back to, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it would stop. So it was like that my entire life, even, like, after I had kids. So at what point did you make the connection between, like, your period and your menstrual health and your body and like just your overall like how is that how it was linked to your overall health and well-being i honestly didn't make the connection i was 24 24 25 maybe i was 24 and i went to a new doctor that was closer and again i guess my my previous doctor actually had seen me so long that everything was just normal Mm. but then when i went to this new one, we start coming up and she starts talking to me and she's just like, that's not normal. And I'm like, what do you mean that's not normal? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 your periods are supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be light. You're only supposed to have like this. You hold a lot of your weight in your gut. You know, you you have mood swings, acne. You have all this other stuff that's really not supposed to, like your period is, yes, you're supposed to have a period, but you're not, to, you're not supposed to have all these side effects with mm-hmm. it. So then that's when I really started wanting to know, like, why have I been told that this is normal my mm-hmm. entire life? Yeah. Why they don't tell you as a teenager, like, if you see this going, going on, then yeah. You, yeah. Talk to your mom, talk to your <clears throat> guardian. Well, when I nurse. went to, 
when I, I remember, I think when I was 18 or 19, I went to the, I guess my family doctor, because at that point it had been going, you know, my period problems had been going on for so long. And she was like, oh, it's normal. Like, here's, here's the pill. Like, it happens. Like, don't worry about it. Just use the pill and, like, it'll normalize it or, like, regulate it. And it wasn't until I was 23 that I, when I got the diagnosis of PCOS, that's when I realized, like, oh, because I wasn't taking the pill regularly. Because I didn't understand what it all meant. Yeah, like, how it was going to help me. So I was taking it really irregularly. And then I was having, you know, all kinds of other issues that come with PCOS. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's I got another the podcast. That's another. That's a whole, whole other another podcast. podcast. We'll explain um, what PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. syndrome. But we'll go into detail of what it is, and that's real, that was also the 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 bond also that brought us both together and wanting to start this also as a company because we both suffer from PCOS. We both well, have we, different. We manage it. I don't like to use the word suffer. suffer? Okay, so we both <laughs> we, live. We manage it. We both have. <laughs> PCOS. Yeah. We both have different degrees of different. PCOS. Yeah, different. What is it? Is it called a I thought it was variations? Degrees. Variations. I don't know. No, degrees, right variations, word. whichever word you want to use. Yeah. For it. Um, <clears throat> and we both deal with it differently because of our variations. Mm-hmm. So I didn't learn about that until I was 23. I was 24. And <clears throat> what like how the pill affects that definitely there's and how having pcos affects me now by no means are we doctors right so if you do but we think, will have doctors on on so the show stay tuned. yeah <laughs> but if you do feel that any of the things that we're talking about please feel free to ask and we will be more than happy to recommend you somebody in your city or talk about it a little bit more but just wanted to throw that. <clears throat> we will have Dr. Dr. Grish joining us to talk more about menstrual issues and puberty from a medical standpoint. So please stay tuned um, to watch the podcast with her. Um, it's coming up. That's going to be, I think, our third third podcast after this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was 23 when I started to understand it. I was 24 when I knew about it. And I think it took me a good two years to understand. And even when we went to that conference, there were still a lot of things that we didn't. We learned about, yeah. Like metformin? Yeah, metformin. (laughs) I was stuck on metformin. Metformin. That's That's on our PCOS (laughs) podcast one. Well, it just, it touches on like hormone disruptors, which the pill is also a hormone Hormone disruptor. disruptor. But they don't really explain that to you. (laughs) Especially if you have PCOS. Um, but in a nutshell, that's really the idea came behind my struggle as a mom. As a mom, my problem of finding quality products that you fit a girl. You didn't want to give Val cheetah print bras. No, that I, wasn't. No, that cheetah wasn't, print no, bras, moms. No, that's no. not cool. No, not cool. Sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. No. So that was one of the reasons, you know, again, I didn't, I wanted her, I didn't want to take away her innocence or at least as me as a mother, she was going through this at eight, right? I didn't want her 
to lose or to feel that she was weird because yeah. she was starting. So, so I early. still tried to keep that innocence in it, right? Which I think a lot of moms will agree that if your daughter is starting at such a young age, you the last thing that you want is to have your daughter, like, go to sleep and then one day she's a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. Or a meanager, what I want to call it. <laughs> Um, and that's another podcast too. She's becoming a pre meanager, a teenager that's mean, meanagers. So I didn't want to do that. I wanted to give her content information that she could understand at her age. And I also wanted it, I, me being the helicopter mom that I am, that I can be, I also wanted to monitor what was going on in her body in a way that she could explain it, right? She's very artistic, so whether it was, like, do you want to play on a game and tell me what's going on? Do you want to draw about it? Do you just want to share your 50 emotions and cry it out? That's cool. I was there for that. That happened. Um, So that's what this company was really based on. The It was based on the foundation of providing quality products that are for girls that are fit for girls and also to help parents understand um, understand the process and to get information about it get information and feel more comfortable learning to communicate and engage with kids um to get accurate information because there's a lot of bad information out there and just to help girls develop to become their best because we were all there. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-internet. Pre- How do you think the um, Instagram... She doesn't have it. Or her. No. She, I refuse. But no. there are a lot of kids on Instagram. Absolutely. I mean, when I... I remember when we opened the company and we I started doing a search. And the only two things when I typed in breasts, right? Like, there was nothing about development or anything like that. It was breast augmentation and breast cancer and I remember somebody mentioning that their grandkid granddaughter found a bump which happened to be her breast bud and she thought she had breast cancer and it's like all the information that's out there of course she would think that That it's breast cancer of course like she wouldn't know what's going on and the only thing that's out there is kind of negative so we're trying to put a twist a positive twist to it in the sense of let's a not have a heart attack because you had white pants on you tried them on and you had a period b let's avoid getting the beating of your life because you thought you were pregnant because you missed one period uh c are we on c yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) c let's not try to be i don't want valerie to be 24 years old or 23 years old before she really starts understanding her period mm-hmm. and moms this is e now is this e or d d d d sorry d um we're trying to make this a place where if you do have questions we'll have experts on here we'll have doctors on here we'll have personal experiences that you can base your conversation on you can laugh you can cry that's okay if you have 50 emotions you can cry them out (laughs) we've had those too yes but as as our first 
um, initial podcast of 2020. Another decade. Yes. Um, We have more to come. That's all I can say. So stay tuned. Until next time. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining. Bye. If there are any topics you would like more information about, please leave us a comment below. And of course, hit the subscribe button and click the bell to be notified of new episodes.